0: hello there we'd like to welcome you to banter on bespin so uncivilized Excuse me enjoy the show
1: and welcome back everybody to another episode on banter on bespin here and uh this week i'm gonna leave out any crude and uh Uncouth jokes. I don't want to be moving at 156 miles per hour here. You never know what could happen. Sheets, how was your week going, buddy? You know, I cannot complain one bit. Uh,
0: obviously, we have some pretty exciting news coming, uh, but other than that, it's just been a, a pretty smooth week at work, good, and I'm excited. And to yeah, like you to uh, mentioned,
1: we have uh, some pretty big news that dropped, um, and this is kind of speculative, but enough sources have reported it that we can pretty much uh, give it about a 90% chance of happening, but uh, there will be a Darth Maul series coming out soon, set before the events of Rogue One focusing on his uh, Crimson Dawn Underworld Criminal Empire
0: I think we can all agree that's super freaking exciting um So obviously, the only thing we really know is what we saw at the end of Solo. But I believe the rumors are this is going to take place before. Yeah, yeah. So I, I would just be interested if, uh, if this did well, could it lead to hashtag Make Solo Two happen? That is Um, something
1: I didn't think uh, about. That is a very intriguing possibility. There, um, I.
0: You know, I mean, I would think that. If there was no chance of Solo 2 happening, then this series would uh, pick up where we left off. Because obviously that's the cliffhanger we were left on. That would probably satiate the audience more. I don't know that anyone was like clamoring for how he got to right. Crimson Dawn. Right. Uh, I haven't heard any a good enough major outcry for that storyline. Right I think the, the big thing has been people wanting... Uh, the continuation of where we left off. So maybe if they're starting
1: prior, maybe eventually we get that yeah, continuation. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Like uh, um, like we were saying, like maybe get enough backstory of Crimson Dawn and just kind of like the, uh, you know, criminal empire. And it looks like we're going to get some of that in the book of Boba Fett as well. Um, but yeah. so that way you can just plop right into Solo 2 and not have to really explain any of that. Um but I also believe Paul Bettany mm-hmm. was rumored and this would be an animated series, um which is kind of the downer of it, but if we get, you know, mm-hmm. Sam Whitworth and Paul Bettany I'm completely fine.
0: That's right. Uh in Spider Man three they will open that World Between Worlds and the vision is crossing over into the Darth Maul animated series. <sighs>
1: That's a post-credit scene we all deserve. <laughs> um, but yeah, Paul Bettany will be reprising his role as I believe his name is Dryden Voss. Was the uh, the man that yes, um, yes, played.
0: the big bad from Solo uh, up until obviously he dies and yeah, we and get Kyra kind of
1: takes his place as Maul's right hand man at least for that sect of it. Um, So, yeah, Yeah. we don't have really any other information on that right now, um, just that it, uh, I believe, is talking about being in production and starting production soon. So, And again, we might get more of that on the upcoming Disney Plus Day next Friday, November 12th, um, which segues us into our next news here.
0: Now, why? Just hold on a second. While many people may label something else as the number one piece of news, I think it says a lot about banter on Bespin that a a Darth Maul animated series gets uh, gets our first point of attention. So, I just want to I just want to inaugurate this piece of news with the first ever banter on Bespin get hype moment. that's what that's what i'm going
1: with you know i could not agree anymore and i think this whole episode might be filled with a couple more get high moments Oh, um,
0: absolutely absolutely
1: yeah we said last week yeah we have nothing to talk about so please let us know and uh, disney said all right we'll let you know so thank you disney for
0: naturally the news doesn't space out it all comes out at once so uh, we have to talk about it all this week, but at least we have plenty of content going forward. to Right. To keep um,
1: so, yeah. All right. right. Let's move going on to our, on our next with the Disney Plus. Um, that is next Friday, November 12th. And So, yeah, with J.J. Uh, Abrams and the Rise of Skywalker trailer last year or a couple of years ago at the uh, Star Wars celebration, it was very last minute that we would get the trailer. So, with these promotional days that Disney puts out, um, especially for Disney plus we may or may not get anything and it may be super last minute and may be consequential and may be super inconsequential. Um, but the only things I saw is we may get an Obi-Wan sizzle reel and an Andor sizzle reel. And that just means that it's probably just going to be a quick behind the scenes look, no official trailer or anything, but any type of behind the scenes peak where we can get maybe a look of Ewan and the Obi-Wan attire um, I would be happy with that.
0: Yeah. I mean, we're definitely going to get a look at Ewan on the set of Andor, uh, dressed in the Obi-Wan attire. Uh, there's no question. Yeah. And that
1: would be, alert. that would satiate my taste enough. Um, I mean, we could probably do a whole hour podcast just based on how Ewan McGregor looks. <laughs>
0: uh, Absolutely. There would be a lot of Jar Jar noises. A lot yes, of yes, noises. But for the most part, you're right. We could, we could talk for an hour about just uh, the design. Right. Of well, based
1: on the dust on his cloak in this it's... scene, it looks like we're about maybe on Utapau again, about 26 BBY. Who <laughs> knows? That wouldn't be accurate because 26 BBY, Hanakin would be just born. So never mind that, folks. Ah, little baby. He'd be a little baby, just as small as a
0: baby pumpkin.
1: Right. Uh, have we heard any small news on a uh, old Wado? There is he still out of business
0: since his last ad. I haven't heard any news. Uh, Disney hasn't announced that they closed the shop or anything. So uh, I'll, I'll reach out this week. Maybe we'll hear from him in We're the coming weeks. Hopefully, he, good, he turned it around. But uh...
1: yeah. Yeah, well, that's all the news that. I had this week. So we'll Did you see. have anything else, man?
0: I really didn't have any other news this week. Uh, before we go into our main topic, I think we should probably go into everyone's I favorite segment of the show, the news, Andy. Man. What do you think? Let's hit it. Space and lasers and sabers and Vader, Omega and Rika and Hunter and King. What the heck? It's time for... Do it. Sheets. Do it.
1: Comic Store.
0: Welcome back ladies and gentlemen. This is Sheets Comic Store. That is S H E E T S Comic Store because my name is Josh Sheets and this is my comic store. If you thought it was anyone else's comic store, you were unequivocally wrong. It has always been Sheets and we will not change it till the day we stop recording. This is episode 12 of Sheets Comic Store. I gotta be honest, today we're talking about a pretty hype comic book here. This is Star Wars oh, Darth Vader Volume here 1. So obviously I've talked about quite a few volumes of the, uh, the regular Star Wars comic series. I think I've went through three volumes now. This is in the same timeline. So this okay. is uh, covering four and five, between four and five. Um, we've gotten the viewpoint of Luke, Leia, Han, Chewbacca, the whole gang at this point. This is kind of a similar timeline, obviously. but we're following obviously Darth Vader. So, we pick up in a moment here with Vader. Kind of of uh nothing super interesting is going on per se. He has arrived on Tatooine and he is uh, walking into Jar Jar, I mean <laughs> Jar, uh, into Jar. Jabba's hut, Jar Jar the and Jabba asks, "Yeah, into Jar Jar the hut, hut." Yep, he's walking into Jabba's palace. Jabba's asking him what he wants, and Vader tells him, "Like, I'm not here on official capacity, but I will be tomorrow. So keep your mouth shut and uh, kind of do what I say." And ja- I think Jabba calls him a Jedi at one point. Jabba's just like. You could tell he's not right. going to be pushed around, uh, even if it is the Empire. But um, then we kind of cut back to the Emperor. The Emperor is kind of scolding Vader for his failure on the, oh, the like Death the Star. Oh, like the whole thing of
1: letting it get blown up and whatnot. Um, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Letting letting Death Star One be blown up. And we also, I don't know if you remember the moments in the Star Wars series, the comic series, where I told you Boba Fett, uh, confronts Luke and they kind of fight at Obi-Wan's hut on Tatooine. And the, so that, that volume ended with Boba telling Darth Vader, uh that it's a Skywalker that the boy is a Skywalker. That's
1: like the iconic panel where like Vader, like clenches his fist and like the glass shatters. Right. Yes. Yes. So this one shows
0: us the, it shows us Vader sending Boba Fett on that mission towards the beginning of volume one here. Um, we're also continuing to see Palpatine send Vader on what seems like, uh, some test missions. It seems like after the Death Star is blown up, he has to see if Vader's really worth keeping around. If that makes sense. So Vader is sent back to Tatooine for this mission. He uh, it ends up going okay. He also on this mission he encounters Doctor Afra. Who uh, do you remember her from? The Star yes, Wars volumes yes, I was she's telling like you the, about. The uh, scientist, she was the one. That Leia took prisoner? Yes. yes. She's like a scientist slash, uh, I would call her like a spy okay. genius. I know there's a almost. book out
1: there um, that I'm going to get to reading in the next few yes. years. So... Yeah, we'll, be- we'll yep.
0: believe that when we hear it. Anyways, uh, so this shows the blossomings of the original relationship between Vader and Dr. Afra. um... So as we progress, that relationship builds a little bit. We get a few more characters joining Vader on this mission. Um, obviously, he ends up successful because the if there's going to be a Vader Spoiler comic, alert, he's going to be right. built built up to be a, a badass obviously. of sorts, of course. Um, we get a little bit of flashbacks with like Padme as we're going. Um, just uh, it's like. Basically showing he's he's Vader, but he's still... That's like the one piece that draws him I back to the light, yeah. kind of, is, is love for Padme. So, as we're going, eventually Vader completes his mission. He goes back to what he thinks is Palpatine. And there's like... I want to say it's like a handful of other characters there that all have lightsabers and it's meant as like a test for oh, Vader. Okay. So he, he begins like there's, there's a general general Akbar looking creature that has like a robotic body. So think like Grievous, but if his head was general Akbar, it was definitely it, a trap. It's a trap. Uh, so he fins. Exactly. He fends off him. He fends off. There's a couple of twins. He doesn't kill any of them. And then Palpatine kind of comes out and he tells Vader, like, stop. Don't harm any of them. I need you all. Um, Then he threatens pretty much the whole gang. I don't know. They're not all, like, Force users, but they're all very skilled with the lightsaber. Um, It makes you kind of wonder why they didn't just go and make some of these characters Inquisitors. Are they, like,
1: uh, Inquisitors that we know of, or are they just random?
0: It really looks like it almost looks like a group of, like, Jedi of different species that they just took and they warped their brain somehow. You know. It's like one of them is uh, uh, the, the Bosque right? species. You just mentioned that. What was that species? Boy, yes. um, One of them was that. Uh, there was a couple of humanoid looking creatures. There was the Akbar. And, uh. No, it's okay. Um. So it just looks like a ragtag group of like lightsaber wielders. Palpatine comes out, threatens them all. He says, uh, none of you should be harmed, or if you're going to, I better not find out I gotcha. sort of thing. So from there, um You could tell Vader is kind of annoyed with Palpatine, like, how could you not tell me about all this? And Palpatine's like, Ah, there's hope for you yet. Yeah, you survived the test. You might be Worthy after all. Um, From there, that's when Boba Fett walks back into the ship. And we get Vader's... We get more of Vader's viewpoint. So he comes back. Boba Fett says, I lost him. And uh, Vader says, that is most disappointing. He got lucky. Did you bring me anything of value, Bounty Hunter? Not much. Just his name. Skywalker, mm. and then from there we go. Uh, uh, Boba Fett tells him we're done here. Then we get a little, we get another little flashback with Padme, um, telling Annie she's pregnant, and Anakin telling her how great that is. Uh, we're flashing back to the first moment, the very end of Episode Three, where Palpatine tells Vader he killed her, and now we're flashing back to when Boba Fett has left the room. He says, Skywalker, and he says, the Emperor now. Um, The Emperor pops up holographically. Um, Vader tells him he's angry. He says uh, he won't fail and that he understands their relationship. Now, Palpatine goes away. Vader says, I have a son. He will be mine. It will all be mine. And that's where the comic ends. Man. So this is a moment of clarity. We now know that between episodes four and five, Darth Vader, he didn't have plans of turning to the light side, but he had clear plans of turning Luke to the dark right. side and overtaking Palpatine. So this
1: is where it really starts to begin, and we really see his motivation in episode five. Yes, absolutely. For sure. The only thing I'm disappointed in is that he didn't react the way he did in the Lego holiday special, where he said, A son, <laughs> I have a son, and then he gets really excited about it. Uh yeah, that wasn't in here. I
0: mean, maybe they just left that panel out. They pro- nice. it was Maybe they wanted to save mistake. it for the Lego holiday space. Probably a misprint know? there. Pro you're probably right. Um
1: No, I know the thing that really makes me want to get into the comics is mostly the Darth Vader storylines because mm-hmm. I've I've just kind of accepted we're never going to get like a Darth Vader mini series like we do with Boba Fett and Obi Wan and all these other characters. And that's totally fine because...
0: Yeah, I mean, we got a Darth Vader major series with episodes one through six. Exactly. We so. have
1: six episodes of, um, you know, Vader's Rise and Vader's Fall, and I think yeah. a lot of people want the, like, Prime Vader that we saw in Rogue One, and they just yeah. want, like, a whole movie or series over that, but mm-hmm. I don't know if that's necessary, and these comics are a really great way to, so, uh, to tell these stories. Reading after reading this one, I'm
0: realizing when Disney first purchased them, that's when a lot of these came out that I've been discussing. Like Star Wars, the volumes I've been talking through, the Vader comic here, the Doctor Afra. they're all connected. Uh, so if you – I feel as if, if you were to read all of these – you would almost understand the entire timeline between episode four and five. It's almost it's almost like the if cl- if there was a Clone Wars or a Rebels set in that time period, if you read all of these comics together, that's kind of what you're getting.
1: That's kind of what it seemed like. Um, like it it really makes me, especially like when you started off with just like the normal Star Wars. Um, yeah, with like Han and like his ex wife fling. Mm-hmm and then the Dr. Afra, and then this one. It really just makes me want to sit down and just spend an evening and just read all through them, just, like, all at once. And like you said, yeah. probably stitch up the majority of each little... I think
0: if you could, like, get a hold of all of the volumes in this time period and chronologically find out, like, where you should start and which in what order to go in, I think that would be uh, similar to, like, binge-watching the original trilogy or something almost. Right. It's just like such a plethora of content. There's, I know there's like 11 volumes of that Star Wars series now. I know there's multiple volumes of this Vader series, of the Doctor Afra series. There's just so much content for this time period, and I think this uh, Vader Volume 1 is a really good way to get someone hooked into that cycle.
1: Well, and... In- Vader's the most iconic character in all of Star Wars. I mean, so many people who don't even like Star Wars. I mean, my wife yep. doesn't really like Star Wars, and she knows exactly who Darth Vader is. Right. She yeah. knows the breathing. She knows what he looks like. Mm-hmm. She knows he's a bad guy. Like it doesn't take much to figure that out. Yep. Um. So that's that was good on their part to start with that. Um, I totally agree. Yeah. Do you know if they sell like a graphic novel? Of at least like the first few volumes of like Star Wars, Dr. Aphra, and Darth Vader, like all in chronological order.
0: So the graphic novels are technically what I've been reviewing. Like volume one is the graphic novel, it has issues one okay. through six in it. I'm not, I think what you would call it is an omnibus if it has more than one volume in it. I'm not super up on the comic terms.
1: Okay. But I, th- I got you.
0: I don't know if there's an omnibus. I know that. Uh, you can collect the graphic novels in the way that I've been reviewing them, like the Star Wars 1 through 3. That They were all like five or six issues apiece, so you don't have to buy the single-issue comics. That makes sense. Yeah.
1: That makes sense. Yeah. That shows you uh, how much I know about
0: So, anyway, comics. that was Darth Vader Volume 1. We're going to go with 4.3 out of 5 lightsabers, just because I really love... Uh, delving into the relationship with Palpatine a little more. And honestly, that last scene is really what made the issue for me. Just Vader uh, giving in to his hatred for Palpatine.
1: Yeah, that's that's really neat because we don't really see any of that until... This is honestly like... You don't really even... Uh, Probably
0: one of the f- my favorite comics that I've read up to this point.
1: Yeah, and like you don't really get the feeling that Vader hates Palpatine until like the very end of Return of the Jedi, where like it it almost seemed like kind of sudden. Yeah, like, yeah. I, how you would think Anakin's turn to the dark was sudden? Mm-hmm. You would almost think like Anakin's turn to the Which, light. If you just look at if you sudden. just
0: look at like Empire or Return of the Jedi, it makes sense because we don't get a ton of time. Delving into how Vader is feeling like he's not, he's not going to be obvious about these feelings because then Palpatine would know he's super powerful. Vader has to really suppress this or he would be discovered. So it's just cool to see in other forms of media, see it expanded a little bit.
1: Now I just have one more question before we move on about this comment here. Was there any lines of dialogue when he landed on Tatooine about
0: sand? You know, I don't think there were. I'm I'm sorry, but uh, there was no sand speak. Man, that's disappointing. <sighs> Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, I'm that saying. was your favorite segment of banter on Bespin. That was episode twelve of Sheets Comic Store. From there, Andy, I think we're going to go into our ad break. Unless you
1: got anything to add? Uh, no, I don't think. Anything? I think we—you said uh, we have a new sponsor this week. We do,
0: yeah. We were paid pretty heftily for this one, so just give her a listen, folks. All righty. loss here misa like to let you know that you are not welcome underwater city under Nabu you sa trespassing and uh, you sa be punished if you ever come here again <laughs> That shows you, ladies and gentlemen, money can pretty much buy you anything. Uh, he didn't really have anything to advertise; it was more like a a no trespassing sign that he paid us a lot of money for. So, uh, what'd you think, Andy? My thoughts exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yes. Uh, so I guess it's probably time that we talk about the biggest piece of news of the week, and that's that uh, Andy and I rewatched Lego Star Wars. Terrif- no, uh, that's not it. I, I.
1: Uh, we we are just hemorrhaging viewers at this point. When, <sighs> once you start saying "Lego right. Star Wars," what he really meant to say, folks, was finally. The Book of Boba Fett trailer dropped a few days ago, earlier this week, and uh, it was kind of a shorter trailer, only like a minute and a half-ish, but I have a lot of things I wanted to talk about, but I'll let you have the floor first, man. First impressions, what do you I think mean, about it? What do you the, hyped for?
0: The first thing we should acknowledge is it's probably one of the best lines from Star Wars that we've seen, and it's just from a trailer, so if they don't include this in the show, there's a big problem. And that's Boba. Yes. Uh, he's on the voiceover. He says Jabba ruled with fear. I intend to rule with respect. I got chills when this man said those words. I mean I don't yeah. I don't know where this story's going. I'm getting like Darth Maul Clone Wars like getting the crime syndicates together vibes. I'm getting yes, my head's going my like 30 exactly. different places yeah. with this trailer, but uh what are your what are your initial impressions? I'm I'm kind of overwhelmed with all of, with all that's going on.
1: No, you're good. Yeah, so my my first my expectation before even seeing the trailer was I thought this would kind of be like since it was titled The Book of Boba Fett I thought it would be laid out mm-hmm. kind of how like a book is. Like Yeah, we get chapters and that's as kind we get the Mandalorian was the so different episodes. Yeah. Would be called chapters. So I thought some mm-hmm. chapters would be like flashbacks. Um and I'm sure we'll at least get one flashback of how Boba Fett got out of the yeah. I, uh,
0: I kinda hope they don't the I, at, at this point um, it's but been I thought so long. Kind of
1: we Yeah, just le there's some things that mystery, should stay like, a mystery. I got you. It makes him, like, a little it bit does. more of a badass yeah. where you're like, yeah, I just got he's out. Still, of, he's still a badass like, if he shoots his way no, out of a good dang Sarlacc
0: pit, obviously, but just leave it up to our imagination.
1: Right, obviously. Um, But, yeah, I thought just overall, like, heavy, mm-hmm. heavy Mandalorian yeah. vibes from it. Um, And that's not really surprising considering who's developing it and everything. Still Dave Bologna and John Favreau. Um, One thing, I I have just a couple lists of things Uh that I wanted to point out and we can discuss them. Correct, yes. You've been to Galaxy's Z, correct? Okay, so I've seen videos on everything about Galaxy's Z because I haven't been able to go yet. Um, So I don't know if you were able to see this character or not. That Ithorian that was briefly shown in the trailer, was that? I believe okay, his name is so, Doc Ondor. It, he is, he's like the head of like the, so uh, the underground on, like
0: black On Batuu, Doc Ondar Batuu, right? Uh, Doc ondars is den of antiquities it's the shop you go in if you want to buy any of the legacy lightsabers if you want to buy uh some replica jedi or sith robes or there's all kinds of props in there uh things switch up as they go but it's like it's the collector's paradise basically of batu um it looked similar to Doc Or I haven't looked. Is that a rumor going around online? Is that is that just something you thought? Um, no.
1: I. No, yeah, I just. I kind of like Kythorians. Because the. Yeah. Like noise they make. I just think like their voice is pretty cool. Um, And I, it just connected with me. It kind of would make sense. If, like, you know, At now, Boba's a bounty you, hunter, obviously, you, and so You this, might want
0: to watch your words, because uh, uh, I believe Boba himself in this trailer says, I'm no bounty hunter. I'm not...
1: That is true.
0: I mean, if we look back... That is true. Was he ever really a bounty hunter? He He worked for the Empire... Obviously, he was working for Jabba, so I guess that's where the bounty hunter shtick comes from. I guess, admittedly, at one point, he was a bounty hunter. but
1: Yeah, I, I would just... Yeah, I guess, like, default, because the Emperor wanted, like... Right. He was, like, with the rest yeah. of like, the bounty hunters when Darth Vader hired him. Um, so I don't know if, like, he, like, continued that. It doesn't look like he's going to continue being, like... Right. A bounty hunter, obviously, in this series. Um which kind of leads me to my next point. Could this be potentially the most violent could, Star Wars we get? Uh
0: especially seeing that there's a scene in the trailer where Boba's helmet is off and he's just straight chopping a dude with this giant
1: spear looking thing. I mean Yeah. It's like when he was on Typhon in the Mandalorian, I got like those vibes you, where he's just like straight savage barbarian. And if you like, just told me I there's a like Boba Fett series, your body
0: uh, I would expect lots of blaster action, maybe some sniping, uh, some jetpacks, some, like, similar to like the Mandalorian action we get. But it seems like a lot grittier, a lot Yeah. yeah. A lot less special effects. They're just like Boba is a monster. He's just gonna rip you apart.
1: Yes. He seems more of like a hand to hand he seems more of like a hand to hand combat feller than uh like blasters yes. like, oh, you know, he views blasters as Han views as lightsabers, uh, you know, pokey religions and ancient weapons. Exactly, I'm gonna use yeah. this spear and I mean, it through your It's esophagus. on Disney Plus,
0: so I doubt we get like Blood or anything. That's not something we really see in Star Wars, but it would definitely be cool if they took it edgier that way.
1: No. No, that's just that scene you were referencing in the trailer where, like, he has his helmet off and he has, it looks like a big axe or staff or something. And he's just, like, going to town. Mm -hmm. Like, the look on his face is, like, yeah. He's, like, not there. He's just, like, in a fit of rage. Um, and which just kind of going off the trailer again, like you said, it's kind of overwhelming. Like, we didn't, we right? It just really kind of, there was nothing really prefacing the trailer. Um, it was just like, I hey, love look, we dropped when, the trailer. Uh, Star Wars really takes time yeah. to appreciate like different alien species characters. Um, uh-huh. and I saw it looked like a big group of Trandoshans. Um, and I just really like Trandoshans because they look like dinosaurs and dinosaurs. This is are coming cool. from a man who's definitely afraid of birds. That's my reasoning and for it. Yeah, but like I'm not afraid of like dinosaurs or like the paradigms. direct descendants of just the of birds,
0: the sharp toothed carnivorous destruction machines. Uh, the the common everyday pigeon is what terrifies Andy, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>
1: You know, I don't think we're talking about my fears here, since we're talking about the Book of Boba Fett trailer. But you, uh, you are correct. Pigeons are my worst nightmare. Um, but and I, it again yeah. looks like these uh, alien species are going to be practical effects, which are great. Um, those are the best type of alien species we have. Unlike uh, unlike Bulio, are who you, is not practical effects. Are you telling
0: me that the Gungans? Sad? The sad original trilogy, like the one that just gave us an ad are not some of the highest quality uh, characters in the Star Wars universe. All right. That's fair. I can't argue with that.
1: No, but the Nimodians are. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it, it looks like my expectations of this have kind of switched to, it looks like Boba is going to be obviously replacing Jabba as we saw at the end of the Mandalorian, Um. Mm-hmm. but kind of confirming of like, yeah, Jabba ruled with fear. I rule with respect. And then I love the line where one of the Uh transversions says, well, what's from stopping us from killing you right now and taking what we want? And, uh, the way that was cut, the way that was cut makes me wonder if that's even who
0: she was responding to. You know what I mean? It's kind of like how in the Spider-Man trailer, like, was he really looking at Doc Ock there or was it cut from a different scene sort of thing? Um, it just seemed like it was cut together to me. I could be wrong, right. but
1: and uh, mm-hmm. but I'm hoping when Boba says you may speak freely, yes, I hope like they yeah. just witnessed him like absolutely murk somebody like early in the trailer, and then he's like, "All right, yeah, you can speak freely." Let's make you that. Let's make that the scene where he's helmetless, chopping of, that so. dude with Do his so staff
0: spear. And then he just looks around at everyone and and says, "You may speak
1: freely." Yes, yes, yes. Ah, oh, so good. Um, and that looks like a part of Tatooine we've never seen. It looks like the main capital. You know, of Tatooine, I, let's
0: just talk for um, a second. Where it looks Tatooine like like has crater. continued to be basically and, like the center of a Star Wars galaxy. Yeah. And I just... It's the equivalent if, like... If, like, uh Idaho is the only state that got movies made about it. Because this is just, like, a desert planet in the middle of nowhere. I just... It's pretty... Yes.
1: Yeah. On the outer rim, like... Yeah, uh-huh. when you think about it that way, like... This ordinary Mm -hmm. planet that, like, is completely undesirable. Nobody would ever want to go there. Nobody does go there. And, like, I cannot get enough of it.
0: I think it just goes to continue to show the importance that that Anakin Skywalker is in shaping this entire galaxy. Like, if he wasn't born there, no one would care about this planet. Like, yeah. Obviously, Jabba would still be there, but it just wouldn't really matter.
1: Yes, right. I mean, great for the economy. Um, but it looks like we're gonna get like different, uh, like maybe sites of Tatooine, like downtown Tatooine, like kind of move away yep. from Moss Elsley moss eisley and moss pelga that we got in mandalorian Mm -hmm. and maybe like the big like just civilian center just like the big like downtown center of tatooine um so that's pretty exciting and the the last thing i had here is the score Um, yeah i'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. ludwig goranson is uh doing the score for this as he did the mandalorian and I know we talk about a bunch of different tracks that we get hyped to at the gym. The Ludwig wow. score, You know, it helps me get out that extra rep all the time. So,
0: all right. Don't copyright strike us.
1: Uh, we, we, we make no money off this podcast. Don't worry, Disney. Ah, sorry. You're right. It was. I know that was identical to Ludwig Gorison's score. Uh, you couldn't even tell a difference, so I, that was my voice. I know you couldn't tell. I do apologize. Um, but, yeah, I, he does wonders, man. It, it seemed like he came out of nowhere, mm-hmm. um, and he knocked it out of the park with the Mandalorian. I love the Boba Fett theme. Can't wait to get other themes. Yeah, um,
0: I feel like I'm that that's not something they would show in the trailer, so it's just as likely somewhere. as it was a few days ago. I don't. I hope not. Yeah, like, Let's just say that. I think if this, like, was, I don't this know wasn't if too much. This was perfect. Or not.
1: Um, yeah.
0: People are going to yes, watch like, this. If you didn't put out excited, one trailer, we people no clue, were going to watch this. But we got enough. Um, ah, he, did, he didn't learn his lesson. Do you think He's we're going to get
1: some more If depth play you're play a, if from if you're from a Bola, Mandalorian he at heart,
0: you can't resist the temptation. His dad used it all the time. He's not just going to give it up now.
1: That's a good point. That's a good point. But so yeah, obviously if you guys haven't checked out this trailer, just go to YouTube right now and look at it and just binge it for an hour straight. Um there's little things that you can pick out of it. Um Man, I'm, I'm really I'm excited to see it. where the story goes. This is it,
0: right? obviously not just like like you thought it was gonna be like a backstory or a connecting piece between uh episode six and the Mandalorian. This is This is going to get us to, if not season three of the Mandalorian, it's going to get us to the point where Boba is playing a pivotal piece in that like giant crossover event that they've talked about. Um,
1: Yeah. I've, I've always wondered how they're going to get him back into that because it seems his story. um, Yeah. Like what he told Mando, he's like, yeah, like, I, uh, okay, but let's gave talk though because
0: that that means like
1: so I will help you. Yeah, da- that
0: debt's paid off; son. they no longer have any responsibility towards one another. Correct? Okay, so let's say this that he's a little more successful than Maul That's ever was. I he gets it. the yeah, crime yeah, syndicates yeah. all united. Um, maybe he even uh, maybe he even meets up with some former Imperials of some sort who's to say the bad guy in uh the big crossover isn't at least partially uh boba fett they, they that Aww. could be the biggest like one of the biggest swerves they've ever done it's like he's a bad guy when we first see him when he comes back he obviously helps one of our most beloved characters but that doesn't like Change who he is as a person. He was a bad guy at one point because it's what was convenient for him. So who's to say? Right. We don't get back there with the character.
1: Right. Like right. He's, like he's, he's in like the trailer. He says he wants guy. to rule like with respect, but
0: because, man, that doesn't necessarily deserve. equate to like integrity. Like these other leaders of different crime syndicates could certainly respect him, and they could carry out some pretty dastardly actions, you know?
1: Man, it'd mm-hmm. be great if like if this big war confrontation yeah. is coming to a head somewhere. Like, Thrawn's a smart guy. He knows a Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, we're just assuming Thrawn is like the right. big bat that's going to be this. We could be wrong on that. We feel like it's pretty obvious it's pointing that way. Uh, but mm-hmm. man, can you imagine like Dan? when he, like, comes face-to-face with Yeah, like, this is, this is Din. uh, We're
0: assuming he will take up that mantle and lead Mandalore at some point. So this could be, like, a full frontal assault of Mandalorians going to town on Imperials, and then we just get a one-on-one face-off of, like, Boba Fett versus Din Djarin. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. Or we see, like, maybe, like, a double-cross, like, Mm-hmm. I was pretending to be on Den's side like this whole time. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, you know, Mandalore's my my people, mm-hmm. my history. Um, my dad was Mandalorian. Yes, and then like when it I'm comes picturing to a like head, Bo-Katan like, just, like, whispering in Den's ah, ear
0: the whole man, time, like you can't trust him. It. He's he's not even a real Mandalorian. Stuff. He's a clone. He's obviously he's obviously trying to double cross you. And then it turns out she's right. Oh. There are just, like, infinite possibilities here. Super exciting.
1: No, is going to be the one to kill Bo-Katan.
0: Uh-huh.
1: No, I just thought going to be probably the one to kill Bo-Katan, because if you remember, she said, your voice isn't... You know, any different? I've heard thousands of your voice before, and he said yours might be yes. the last you hear. Mine might be the last you hear. That could be like total force. Man, I know, every, every, every I know. There's a choice. lot of weeks
0: where we tell like, people we just spoiled stuff, like but kills. I feel like oh. we're joking most of the time. But the more we talk about this, I could really see the story playing out in this fashion. Absolutely. I mean, I don't know. What's, what's what's the other service? option? I, like,
1: I Boba Fett uh,
0: kind of succeeds in his goal and he just, what, he just sits on Jabba's throne now? Like, is that really an exciting ending to that character?
1: No, the, the biggest yeah. arc I can see for his character is, like, him. Uh-huh. Like we're still going, like, he's going to double-cross Mando. Uh, he like, kind of self-serving the whole time. And then there's like a part in this battle between Thrawn and Mandalore, the Empire and Mandalore, and then yeah. gives like Boba just like a final ultimatum, like man, en- embrace your history, embrace your family, embrace your calling, and help us. I Boba like ends up the reason like I sacrificing think sacrificing himself, that Boba will Mandalore end up and like,
0: as a bad guy per se again. Is because I know that like Dave Filoni and John Favreau have such a respect for the original trilogy. I don't know that they want to, uh, change Boba Fett at its at his core. Like compared, to, you don't. I don't know that they would want to make one of the bad guys from uh, Lucas's original three movies into this sympathetic character when he dies. Yeah. I mean, obviously he helped Din in the last right. one, but like you said, it's right. self-serving. He, him, like, he does have respect. If someone truly helps him, saves his life, he will make up for it. But once that debt's paid, that debt's paid. I December 29th, ladies Man. and gentlemen,
1: uh, we have... Uh, we we yep. need this to drop ASAP. I cannot wait until, what, December 29th? <laughs> yeah. Yep. About a month and a half away pretty much two months it's the third of november what am i talking pretty much three months away man gosh darn it well guys let us know your (laughs) thoughts on the book of boba fett trailer if you agree with us if you know our storyboarding which is a good idea what you would like to see happen let us know on our twitter instagram and tiktoks what you think um that's all I really Absolutely. have to say about it for yep. now. I agree with you. I hope this is uh Well with that, ladies and
0: gentlemen, we, did, we only have I one more we segment. Right uh, we know December. you're probably not very excited for it, but here we go. How's it great? How the heck? Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 11 of How's It Rated. Uh, Are you excited for this week, Andy? I I
1: I will never forget. I am the greatest podcast podcast host
0: uh, on Banter on Bespin. So uh, with that being said, Andy, Lando Calrissian, how's he rated?
1: Who wasn't Lando Calrissian. Maybe a little bit. Okay, Lando, how's he rated? I think we might end it at this last week. Okay. Lando. Uh-huh. Man, upgrade. All right. This man doesn't get nearly enough love for what he did. All right? So, okay, yeah, in Mm -hmm. episode 5, he might have sold his soul to the Empire to get some money, but the man changed his mind. He went out, and he he helped Leia. He joined the Rebellion. This guy who you would have never thought would have joined the Rebellion, a kind of a scumbag pirate, just like, ah, you come here, you big old pirate, just like Han Solo. Like, you would have never thought he would have had a selfless bone in his body, but he goes out and he joins Mm -hmm. the Rebellion. Not only that, he helps unfreeze Han Solo. Not only that, he risks his life in the Sarlacc pit for Han Solo. Not only that, he goes to Endor and joins the mission with Han Solo. Not only that, he flies the Millennium Freaking Falcon and blows up the second Death Star and then in the sequel trilogy he goes out and he does it again and he brings the whole entire fleet of galaxy to help <laughs> destroy the First Order and help the Resistance on the Battle of Is that X-4? your, your and final
0: answer, Andy?
1: It's vastly underrated, sheets.
0: All right, uh, I'm going to say Lando's overrated because he was clearly name, so, hitting yeah. on Jana at the end of Episode 9. The dude was like 50 years older. It's creepy, so therefore he's canceled. Hashtag me too. Uh, that's it, folks. That's the end of Episode 11 of How's It Rated. Let us know uh, on all of our social uh-huh. media platforms who you agree with this week. Uh, with that being said, Andy, did you have anything else to add? Anything upcoming you want to talk about?
1: Uh, anything? Anything at all? No, I really don't have anything else. Uh, yeah, if you guys, I know we said we needed it, like your guys' input to help uh, us talk about stuff last week, obviously. Dave Filoni and John Favreau said, you know what, Bantram, if that's not, what we, we could probably just talk about the Book of steps so for another hour, help you honestly. honestly. So they helped us out. I can't guarantee they'll do that next week. Um, so...
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. <laughs> you probably could. <laughs> I mean, our, our wheels were spinning there. I can probably defend Lando Calrissian for another hour straight. I didn't realize I would go on that ramp there. Um, but I... He, I've, that's I've, right, folks. Andy and is planning maybe, on subjecting uh, himself to they, an hour and a half of Caravan some of, of Courage. I, gotta, I tried, they I some of that tried really hard week. when they first uh-huh. popped
0: on Disney+. Plus. And if that man makes it through, we should all just give him a pat on the back, a round of applause.
1: So yeah, we might do that. I might review the Tchaikovsky, uh, Klav right. series. I came out no three. And that's 04. pretty much all I had um,
0: this week, guys. We appreciate no, you why, tuning right. in, you and we can't wait to talk
1: to you next week. Uh, may the force period. be with man, you, Sheets, did you have any last words, man? May the force be with you.